Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. After Dark, your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Old Miss Athletics. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. Uh, let's see, it is August the 8th, recording this on a Wednesday. Got my co-host, John Stefanczyk, on the line with me. What's up, buddy? How you doing? How are you not all over what the date is? I mean, camp's here. Oh, I know, right? It's that time of the year. It's so exciting. John Sumrall is busting his ass and going to make us great linebacker again. Mm-hmm. So have no fear. Yeah, I did. Uh, I had dinner with some uh, some former guests on Monday. Table Cobbleson, Wesson Dean, Paul Catool. We talked uh, talked a decent amount of Ole Miss football, I guess. Um, it's it is somewhat exciting that football in general is going to be back. You know, obviously, I think any Ole Miss fan that's getting themselves too uh excited for the season too optimistic i mean it's starting to to get away from them a little bit i would say like it starts when you say oh they could win seven games and then you got somebody saying well really they should win eight and all of a sudden they're acting like it's going to be like this great season uh i just don't i don't know there's so many unknowns we've talked about this the last couple of weeks i mean on the defensive side especially and then obviously on the offensive side you have a question mark at running back uh me personally I, I'm not sure that we can take Tiamu as, you know, he's going to be the quarterback you saw. I mean, really, if you think about the quarterback you saw, he lost A&M, lost to LSU, had to beat Kentucky at the last second. He beat State, but his completion percentage was bad. He looked bad at times during that game against a good defense. I have no idea how Tiamu is going to play against good defenses. And, hell, he could regress. I don't know. I'm just saying, I, I don't think Tiamu is really – set in stone going to be this world beater that uh, a lot of Ole Miss fans are assuming he's going to be just because he looked pretty good uh, in a few games. I mean, he looked good against Arkansas, almost lost that game, et cetera, et cetera. And again, the defense is, uh, I don't know, it's, it's hard to predict the defense getting that much better. But hey, they redshirted Josh Clark, and uh, they, they, all, their, all the linebackers are going to be really good out of nowhere. That's what we have to bank on, right? John Silverall, yep. like you said. They're working hard, so you know you, you make teaching good, fundamentals. You make a good point about Tiamu. I mean, we all like him, we all want him to do well, mm-hmm. but it's not a given that he's gonna just take pick it up where he left off. I exactly, mean, yeah. Very. That's a good point that nobody wants to talk about. I mean, everybody's at least banking on the fact they're gonna have a decent quarterback this year, right? But, I think the offensive line will be good. Um, the left side is really good with Greg Little and Javon Patterson. Uh, but I mean, I, there are question marks on the right side. Ben Brown is your starting right guard right now. Um, you know, if, if he turns out to be a sec type He's the guard, who was right guard last Jordan year? Sims is running with the twos apparently. What? Yeah. So if, if Ben Brown turns out to be some incredible stud, then damn, that's a great evaluation, uh, by Matt Luke and what? Hugh freeze. Right. But it's hard to believe. That's a, that's a tip of the cap to some Vicksburg booster. That's all that is. Isn't it? Is he from Vicksburg or from the coast? I can't remember. I think we had this discussion recently. Uh, He's from Vicksburg. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's going to happen. And then Alex Gibbons, good at times. But, again, I think there's still some question marks with him at, at right tackle. So, I don't know. I mean, we're going to find out a lot once the season actually gets here. Week three, Alabama. Uh, so I got a question for you about that game, John. What percentage of Ole Miss's stadium is going to be uh, – Crimson Tide when Alabama comes to Oxford. Ooh. And if I would, if I bought season tickets, I know I'm selling that that weekend. Oh, yeah. In that game. Why I mean, watch it be? I think it's got to be at least 35, 40% Alabama fans, right? Yeah. I, what they always say about Alabama fans is they, they, a lot of Alabama fans can't afford to go to a game in Bryant-Denny. This is the next state over. It should be a lot more affordable. You know, I think this is a great opportunity for some, some gumps 
I to think, make the trip. Yeah, fifteen to twenty-five thousand gumps in the building. Mm. <laughs> Brutal. This is gonna, and then and then Alabama's gonna win by like what four touchdowns, five touchdowns. That should be <laughs> that game. That they honestly, well, that game means nothing. To Ole Miss this year, absolutely nothing. Yeah. To me, the game. To me, the like the South Carolina. If I have season tickets, mm-hmm. South Carolina game has the most appeal to me. I think that's kind of a the most winnable game against a somewhat quality opponent in Oxford. Yeah, kind of upset somebody that's going to have a decent year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about this because mm-hmm. kind of we'll if it gets finalized we will talk about it a little bit more in coming weeks but we are discussing a land sharks retreat at the Beau Rivage opening weekend that Saturday mm-hmm. in honor of, in honor of Mississippi having sports gambling open and it's just an excuse for all of us to get together That's right. now good place to watch the game together although you know I, I just gotta say I'm not sure that these sports books are gonna be like that developed yet but hey we'll still be able to place bets and parlays Honestly, and all of that gambling I just think it's I just find it interesting. I'm more interested in, in going to do that than I am actually go to the stadium this year. Mm. So, because Pastor Hugh Freeze's damage has led us to the casino. But I was thinking about <laughs> right. this. I was Down going, you know, I, I think I'm probably, uh, we're going to be missing Hugh Freeze sooner than later. Why do you say that? We're going to look back and say, that guy was a crooked piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And God, he was fake. But he won football games, and you know what? We miss winning. You know, I don't know. I, I mean, to make a counterpoint, obviously Freeze was obnoxious. Like you said, he was a charlatan. He was uh, very full of himself. He was egotistical. Uh, yeah, the winning was really nice. Um, but, you know, honestly, the more I think about it, the more of a possibility, and we talked about this in the past, that, you know, what if, what's the best case scenario for Matt Luke? How could it turn out? He could come up and 10 years from now, he's a legit national coach. I don't know. I do know that he's a lot more respected, it seems, in the coaching community. I think Matt Luke is going to be able to make better hires than Hugh Freeze will. And we're going to see it in a couple of years. Like, I think we might be replacing the D.C. after this season. Uh, we talked about last week how McGriff, McGriff really hasn't done very much at all he was hired to recruit i don't really see many results of that uh he doesn't seem to be much of an x's and o's guy so maybe it's going to be some raw promoted i don't know but i i have this suspicion that matt luke is going to be able to rely on a better network of coaches more respected like i said i'm going to be interested to see what kind of hires he makes the next couple of years he might also be having to uh either promote peeler or hire office coordinator if longo leaves i don't know um, and, and that's, that's one small part. Obviously winning is very important. Uh, but I mean, the Matt Luke recruiting has been okay. And isn't that what we always said about freeze is that, you know, recruiting is the key to winning the Southeastern conference. Uh, he can recruit at a high level and therefore he can be good. I don't know. I'm not ready to write Matt Luke off just yet. I am worried when I think back to some of the, uh, the low points coaching last season, you know, during the egg bowl, calling that timeout, they gave Mississippi state a field goal, just lots of uh boneheaded mistakes rookie mistakes it'll be interesting to see if he can self-scout and clean some of that stuff up this year uh but you could very well be right we could be looking at six and six five and seven six and six you know four and eight and then he's fired in four years something like that i don't know we're gonna find out though yeah we'll see at the very least i i like him more as a person than i liked freeze is kind of a cocky asshole be kind of mediocre okay at least the coach is likable and maybe maybe he develops and figures it out we'll see i mean that's kind of what we needed after the whole NCAA debacle right is at the very least a likable guy that can get the program cleaned up and just in a better place than where freeze left it which was pretty divided um they definitely i feel like had soured on freeze the players uh, and the other coaches um i mean i think it's obvious when you look at matt luke giving interviews and talking about how he came up and the coaches he worked for and stuff. He very pointedly doesn't ever mention working under freeze. He doesn't ever pay him any compliments. He talks about Cutcliffe uh, and Orgeron, all of that. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just think the program is probably in a better place mentally. Uh, their spirits seem to be much improved this camp as opposed to, you know, back when at the end, the last season of the Hugh Freeze era uh, when everybody was just kind of like, 
pissed, divided against themselves. I don't know. You, you got to get it back on track somehow. And even if Matt Luke doesn't win, I still, at this point in time, feel better about hiring him than Dave Doran or uh, Chad Morris, those two guys. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he just completely crashes and burns, but those guys probably would have as well. So at least we got an old Miss guy in there, right? The question's going to be, if he does poorly, is it going to be hard to get rid of him because he's an old Miss guy, because he has the Oxford crowd and all of that? That could get old really quickly. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We just got to rely on Bjork to make a competent decision, right? That should be easy. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. He Thank God. Does. <laughs> <sighs> we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. What, so, what, so, what, so what I've gathered from camp so far, nobody's gotten hurt that I'm aware of, but it's very early. Right. Um, like two or three Summerall, days. Summerall works hard. I think the the defense sounds honest about the fact that they need help. They were really bad last uh, year. Yeah, I saw a linebacker. Somebody on defense had a quote around the idea that basically nobody knew where to line up last year. So mm-hmm. it really sounds like that McGriff is just the flat out classic definition of fake news. <laughs> Well, and I also, I, I personally am buying this narrative that Pavito was like a shit coach on the field. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he got by at LSU because it's LSU. He could recruit. Yeah, I, I he he never did. He was a joke. Yeah. Uh, I, there were some crazy stats, I think, in an article that Parham maybe wrote today on Rebel Grove about the rushing stats. Something like uh, Ole Miss gave up more yards before contact than Alabama did overall by like 500 or something. And then they gave up a bunch more after contact. Like it's just, the numbers are very depressing when you can look at them on the national scale. Like they were what bottom three or something in all of division one football and rushing. So there's part of me that there's part of me that wonders, you know what? That defense was so bad last year. I almost wonder if they just out of nothing more than law of averages and we're just going to play hard. Better. Yeah. It's going to surprise and be kind of okay as opposed to just mediocre. I mean, that's. I mean, we're talking about going from a one, even if you go to a three or a four out of 10, that's still a big improvement from the one, right? But I still get the feeling that in, in games against quality opponents, it's going to be a lot like last year where Ole Miss is going to have to keep scoring. And as soon as Ole Miss has a drive that doesn't hit, the other team is going to take the lead. They're going to keep scoring because. I just yep. I, I think good coaches and good teams are going to be able to pick apart the defense uh, given 60 minutes. I think there's lots of vulnerabilities they can exploit. And Ole Miss also not a super deep team right now. You know, you, you get past the starters, you wear the starters out. Um, I, I don't really think the backups are going to be on the same level. But, I mean, hey, they're going to get playing time this year. It's good for the future, right, get those guys in the games. Um, I'm looking right now at the odds for that first game versus Texas Tech. Pretty even. Looks like Bavada has Texas Tech minus two. Um, that sounds about right. I don't know a lot about Texas Tech other than they don't generally play much defense under Kingsbury. Uh, I think they have to replace a lot on their offense, um, but they're not coming off of you know a crippling NCAA investigation with a new coach, so they might inherently have some more stability there than Ole Miss. Um, uh, Kingsbury was almost fired, but he but he wasn't. He lived through it. There was this. Uh, I- Good. I could see – I could – this is going to sound – I don't know. I'm not saying this is my prediction. I could see them going out there and kicking Texas ass pretty hard. Yeah, and not They're, necessarily telling you much about the season in the SEC because of who Tech is. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, and then what, you got an easy game week two, Southern Illinois. So possibly 2-0. and Hosting Alabama, um, just probably get stomped. Obviously, can't say. It. What do you think about the LSU game in Baton Rouge? I mean, I I personally don't think LSU is very good under O. Could LSU have two losses by that point? I think they can based on Let their schedule. Let me pull it up. They, they're still trying to figure out who their quarterback is going to be in Baton Rouge. Yeah, they could have. Oh yeah, they could have lost to Miami and Auburn for sure. That Miami I mean, game seems like it's going to be important for them. That's if if they open with the loss, it could kind of go downhill from there. If they lose, is the Auburn games in Jordan Air correct? Yeah, I yeah, because so. they had the crazy comeback. It they is, had yeah. Here in Tiger Stadium, they they're losing that game. 
Mm-hmm. And they probably lose to Miami, although I could see them pulling Miami out of it. Where are they playing Miami? Um, looking. It says at LSU. No, it's in it's in Cowboy Stadium, AT and T Stadium. Okay, I mean, there'll be a lot of LSU fans there, but still, it's not it's not Death Valley. Yeah, I think it's definitely losable. They have to go to Florida the week after they play Ole Miss, and that stretch after that is just brutal. At Florida, Georgia at LSU, Mississippi State at LSU, Alabama at LSU. There's some pretty rough games in there, potentially, for Orgeron. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, my question is, does Ole Miss have a shot in Baton Rouge? On paper, definitely not. I mean, but then you talk to Ole Miss fans, and it's a very common thing that even bad Ole Miss teams play well in Baton Rouge, right? That's the meme, at least. People people seem to think that. It does feel like a game that good Rebel Matt Luke could go in there and steal and kind of mm-hmm. have a you know, f- really first full off-season type deal, put together a surprise, et cetera. And that would be, I mean, in this season, if they could find a way to win in Baton Rouge, I mean, we're going we're gonna to lose in Oxford twice, Auburn and Alabama. Um, but you lose on the road at A&M probably, potentially lose the Egg Bowl at home. But if you you win at Baton Rouge, that's something you can hang your hat on if you're Matt Luke in the offseason you know, with the recruiting and all. That would be a really big win uh, mm-hmm. for him. So I could see that being a game they circle for sure. That's a free – that's their that's their kind of realistic free shot game of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think Carolina's kind of your – you could yeah, find a Carolina way. at home. I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen in November when they go to College Station because Ole Miss has played pretty well there, um, and I, I don't really know what Jimbo is gonna do in his first year. Uh, I want to look at I want to look at A and M schedule actually. Um, ooh, they have Clemson week two. That's that's not fun for is Jimbo. It in Kyle Field though. Yeah, it's in Kyle Field, and then they go to Tuscaloosa week four. Uh, so we're looking at. They could be six, seven. They could get their seventh win versus State if they lose to Bama and Clemson. Probably lose to Auburn. So they could be what seven and three, uh, potentially eight and two. Probably seven and three at the best when Ole Miss goes to Kyle Field. Jimbo's got a shot at uh, Clemson. Okay, so that would be this. So if they if they were to beat Clemson. Uh, and then lose to Auburn and Alabama. They'd be eight and two with Ole Miss coming. I I don't think I'd feel good about that. They have UAB after that. They'd have a shot at ten wins if they beat Ole Miss at home. Really excited. Uh, about- they're a lot. They're most likely a loss. Yeah, I think so. Um. So really, yeah, your your best shots for wins against quality teams outside of the Egg Bowl, which can be weird. It could easily be a blowout for State. Depending on how their season goes, it could also be a win for Ole Miss at home. Uh, I think your best shots for big wins are South Carolina at LSU. And really at LSU, obviously. LSU could be dominant this year. It's hard to ever know the way they recruit, but you can also see the wheels falling off for Orgeron for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else is really that interesting about the schedule. Play Arkansas in Little Rock. I mean, that 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 seems like a true toss-up game. Ole Miss and Arkansas and Little Rock, both with first-year coaches. They should win that game. I'll, I'll go that far. I think so – you're, you're predicting said, Texas Tech, Florida, Illinois. So let's see. You're saying – do you think they beat South Carolina? Um, gun to my head, no. Okay, so that would be five wins – Going to College Station, you get your sixth win at Vanderbilt, seventh win in the Egg Bowl. That sounds pretty believable. I think seven and five. I think I think six and six is probably the medium prediction for an unbiased fan. Uh, you see most Ole Miss fans going seven and five. Uh, anything above that is really presuming some uh, some big improvements on defense from last year. I'd say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think playing for their sixth win at the so basically they'd be going into at Vanderbilt Egg Bowl at home, either going anywhere from five to seven to seven and five. That to me seems very believable. That sounds about right. Ooh, fun times! So glad we did that again. That was uh, <laughs> that was great. Um, I don't, 
I don't know what else I want to talk about Ole Miss football, the camp stuff. The Matt Luke, first of all, needs to figure out how he can avoid going horse every day. I don't know if you saw the his interview after uh, the first day in pads, but his voice was completely gone. He's blue collar. He's blue collar. Yeah, blue collar. It's really funny, though, that uh, he, he, you yell so much, you be so alpha that you have to just whisper, which is hilarious. Hilarious juxtaposition for a big football coach to be like, yeah, we're trying to figure that out. It sounds like an ASMR video. I'll do it on here. Um, I I noticed he uh, he gave Tylen Knight a shout out, the little uh, five foot six, five foot seven running back, defensive back. Apparently going to be a punt returner for Ole Miss, kick returner. That that could be a cool story. Um, Ole Miss is due for a competent returner. I would I'm be psyched if Tylen Knight. Mm-hmm. Well, let's have- Let's have a five six midget be good. I mean, Brendan Holiday was five five. Was it Florida or LSU? Where was he at? Sounds like LSU, right? Hold on, let me look. But yeah, no, I'm pumped. I would love for Tyler Knight to uh, to come through. Um, if you watch his tape from the Mississippi Alabama All Star game on YouTube, he was just uh, playing with his hair on fire, like all over the field on defense, making plays on returns, playing running back. I mean, that could be a, a big evaluation win for Luke for sure. I think he didn't really have Either any Dexter. other. What'd you say? Yeah, yeah, the next Dexter. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. Why not? That'd be Either. sick. As they like to say. Yeah, but having a, having a, a fun electric returner would be a, a nice thing to add to this team for sure, especially if he can come in and do it as a freshman. That would be sick. Um, let's see. Luke talked about Ben Brown doing well. We already mentioned that uh, he's apparently <laughs> usurped Jordan Sims. On the right side of the line, we'll see about that. Uh, what do you think about Bicknell, the offensive line coach? It's kind of going back to my theory that Luke can make better hires than Freeze could. He, he seems decent, huh? I, I I don't know enough. I mean, is he? How well are they recruiting O line for next year? Although oh, they have like they have like eight linemen committed because of Matt. Well, Luke. it's true when you have they, they have a left tackle. I mean, which they, is a lineman? Yeah, they, so Bicknell doesn't really need to be a recruiter. I think he's more the technician, right? I mean, he's a and he he has that resume at least being a former NFL guy. We'll see how the line plays this year. The reviews seem to be pretty positive, uh, but again, that could be like the summer all reviews, right? Like all you really get out of the sources that that are going to practice and all is positivity. Everything's great. Yeah, these guys are doing it. They're they're doing it. It's happening. Uh. Let's see. Where do you want? To, where do you want to go from here? I, I was talking before the show about uh, Keho, the linebacker that was going to Washington. Um, he got his release. Well, what? what? It's just Bama being Bama, you right? Know, he gets just... his release to be closer to family. Uh, it, hey, what are the odds? His dad happens to move to Alabama. Now he can go play for the Tide, be immediately eligible. Uh, gets- just. A month after they lose their linebacker, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's crazy how a guy like that can get a release and become eligible immediately, uh, and then other teams wait for so long to hear about their guys. Like you remember the uh, Mazzoli waiting up until the final hour to find out if he was eligible. It's just crazy how these things seem to move faster when Bam is involved. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that that was a funny story today. It's far for the course. I really have nothing to add here. Yeah, I, I mean it is. It is nothing new. Um, world we live in. The world we live in. Uh, about the student athletes, in case you were wondering. Oh, Ole Miss revealing uh, the mascot on Saturday. I don't know if you're what. This. Yeah, what like are the, we doing? The on-field mascot, like the suit or whatever. They're going to reveal it at Meet the Rebels Day. Oh, awesome! I'm I'm legitimately looking forward to the mascot reaction. Like I'm not even making that up. That's so one, that, it, that it, is entertaining. That's the most entertaining part of camp is what the mascot reaction. Pretty be. much. I mean, one thing I have heard that would be cool. I hope it's true. Is uh, supposedly the land shark mascot is named Tony or Tony Finn. You know, named after Tony Fine, the Ole Miss player that invented the land shark. Um, passed away and all that. And that's kind of a cool story. That would be that would be a decent move uh, by the Manning Center to to tie it back in with that. I mean, if you're gonna have a dumbass mascot <laughs> with a hand signal and all that, at least tie it back to the origin story. That's somewhat interesting, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Tony Finn is it's also funny wordplay. I I like that. Yeah. Oh man, we're just we're, we're running through our uh, 
Got our short list Urban of topics. Meyer's in trouble. Let's talk about Urban Meyer. Oh, Urban Meyer. This reminded me of back in the early days of the podcast talking about uh, Butch at Tennessee. But and all his shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Our weekly question: Will Butch, does Butch Jones still have a job? Yeah, does Urban Meyer still have a job? For now, yeah, and probably for for a long time. I mean, I don't think Ohio State is in any rush to uh, pull the trigger on actually getting rid of him. Yeah. So black and reading the contract, black and white, he should be out. But right. it's a two week invest. I mean, surely the only reason they're having this investigation is to find a way to cover up and keep him. Exactly. Right? That's exactly what I was gonna say. I mean, the longer the investigation goes on, I feel like the the harder you know they're trying to find a loophole or a reason that he didn't really know. Um, instead of actually probably finding evidence that makes him look worse, which is which is all that's really come out from the the Brett McMurphy side of things. Uh, I don't know, man. Did you see the the pictures from the support Urban Meyer rally? That was, those were classic. Yep. The fake news signs and all of that. I think someone said like ESPN equals CNN or whatever. Like those signs were fantastic. <laughs> I didn't see really that. Really good, really good signs. I'll try to find the uh, the pictures I'm thinking of. Uh. Yeah, man. Awesome. Awesome time. I mean, this kind of ties back into your uh, college football dystopian bottom falls out theory, huh? I'm just – I think the ratings are due to suck. That's my that's my gut. Hmm. I don't know. I think the – I wonder, does legalized sports gambling give any kind of ratings boost? Mm, I mean, it hasn't really – well, I, I think the people that wanted to gamble on college football probably already were. I don't think it has a notable online. Notable, yeah, but that's just a thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy, this guy's sign says, "Fine bombs words are weaker than Alabama's football schedule." Go Bucks! <laughs> Man, I don't think Alabama really has that weak of a schedule. Whatever you say, brother. ESPN, SEC frauds. So really, they're they're using this this rally to get out a lot of their their long held frustrations. It's not just about Urban being. Uh, persecuted here. Um, yeah. Fire ESPN, bring back Coach Urban. It's really, it's really good stuff. Um, innocent until proven guilty. ESPN guilty of abuse. Uh, it's really, it's, 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 it's fun. I, Sean Ray, I hope was, uh, was there holding the sign as a Columbus resident. Um, got to mm-hmm. go out and support Coach. I know he, he had, uh, he had joked about going. Um, man, can you imagine? Can you imagine? doing this i mean is this is this what having a a quote-unquote good program to cheer for does to your brain like i can say with a crappy program again i kind of feel like i'm a better human being yeah right because we get to distance ourselves from it a little bit uh i saw on twitter when the urban stuff was coming out someone talking about your football team doesn't have um, like something about how football isn't about morals and like you have to remove yourself from that. And of course the person saying it was a Penn state fan. It's like, yeah, well you would, you would think that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that sounds like a convenient excuse for you. Uh, it's so easy to imagine Alabama fans doing this if it was saving, except that the difference is at, if it was Alabama, there would be like 50,000 of them and it would be in front of the state Capitol and it would be like all the state representatives and senators out there linking arms with them. It'd be like the million man March. Uh, but it's pretty easy to imagine that happening there. It's just crazy, man. It, sports, especially college sports, college football, seem to just break people's brains. Yeah. I wonder if it if it just, uh, you know, is it because it appeals to the lowest common denominator, like just like the worst, dumbest people are the ones that get the most into it, or if it's something about the fanaticism? I, I don't know, but uh, this whole Urban Meyer episode has been a good reminder of what you were talking about last couple of weeks on the show just about how it's all just just not even that fun anymore. I think Paul Couture had a tweet about it, something he used to love so much every day. It seems to get harder to really, like, defend. I mean, it goes back to CTE. How much of it's us getting older? Yeah, that's part of it. How much of it is, is Ole Miss being bad? I mean, that's that's probably some part of it for, for people love, here. love remember the Sugar Bowl, I mean, to be fair. Yeah, remember the Sugar Bowl? Love, remember that. I feel like even then, though, we were. Although I look back and I go, was it worth it? Not really. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But I remember even then thinking, this is great, but these guys are about to go to the draft. And I have this feeling the NCAA is still going to just destroy Ole Miss soon. Like at that point, we definitely had enough of an inkling that they had it out for freeze, whether or not 
that's really that was really their motivation or not. That's what we thought at the time. Uh, so even even when we were winning, and like even the seasons when you beat Alabama, right? You you can't beat Arkansas. Can't take it. You, you beat lose, Alabama. You get blown out by TCU. Oh, you can't get to Atlanta once. Yeah, blown out by TCU and your Access Bowl. I mean, even then there were some uh, some sad moments to uh, it lost to Memphis, all that stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. College sports are brutal. They're it's it's. I guess it's only fun if you cheer for these teams that aren't fun at all to watch, like Alabama, Ohio State, just these disgusting machines that do things like cover up assault by coaches to protect. Are we going to have enough energy to make fun and hate Shea Patterson this year, or we, do we just not? Oh, uh, we'll see. I think I think college football cranks up. Maybe we'll get energized a little bit just by the. I think- I think ESPN is going to talk about him so much. We're just going to hate him. Yeah, what about that? Do you see that ESPN top 50 players, top 100 players or whatever that had like Shea Patterson you know above A.J. Brown? News, you don't even talk about it, so we're not even going to talk about that. Don't even we're talk about Shea. We're what, fake news. He's a Heisman contender, so we're going to have to cover it as a news person. The, Mi- Michigan, the Michigan media market still is relevant from a bottom line True. standpoint. True. So, at least ESPN thinks so, based on how much they're talking hype and Shay. Well, hey, he's just that good. I mean, don't you know if he had stayed at Ole Miss, he would definitely be getting the same hype, no doubt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's the answer. He's, he's the solution. It's not there. just about him, though. Like, I also really want to see Harbaugh fail. So that, that kind of adds another element of wanting to, to see. Yeah, that. Harbaugh's. Seems like a complete jackass. This feels like his last year at Michigan. He he jumps back to the NFL. What happens? He crashes and burns. He jumps back to the NFL. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. I mean, look how Pat Shermer's coaching the Giants. Like there yeah. are no good coaches in the league right now. That's true. Pat Shermer's trash. So what? What NFL team bottoms out this year? Comes open and he could jump to. Um. Did Pagano keep his job in Indy? No, I think they they fired him, right? I'm pretty sure they fired him. Oh, they hired Frank Reichs there. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm a year I'm a year behind on that. Mm-hmm. What the hell happens to Andrew Luck in the NFL? That's actually a storyline. I'm curious to see. Yeah, I I don't really think he ever is good again. Even if he plays, I think he's kind of his career kind of seems over to me. I think he I think he come here's. They won't do it because it's in the same damn division. But imagine Andrew Luck quarterbacking the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. That team. This uh, this NFL.com article uh, from today says, Andrew Luck among fantasy names rising in camp. So, hey, maybe. I kind of – I do want to see him kind of have a renaissance. You know, just can he have a comeback player of the year? He's like, like, like a good guy for sure. So – it's it's hard it's hard to believe that people can kind of uh, drop out of the scene for so long and come back. It reminds me of uh, the the Celtics player, the the big the white forward. Uh, his name is barely escaping me. Aaron Baines, who you thinking of? No, um, Gordon Hayward. Yes. Right. He's they're still making on him coming back and being really good, but he hasn't be hasn't he been injured for like two years? No, he was healthy the year before, I think. Okay. Obviously, I'm talking about stuff I know a lot about. Yeah, camps really has us fascinated. I mean, oh yeah, big time. So he got hurt in like October 2017. He got hurt in the first quarter of the first game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So is he gonna? So he'll be back this year, or is maybe not? It's still. I know he he was. There was a loose rumor that he would have played. He could have been. He could have played in the finals. Really. Okay, and so how long has it been since Andrew Luck took a meaningful snap? Has it, has it been two seasons or one? Did he play last year or not? I can't remember. I feel like they got him ready to play, and then it just like fell apart, and it wasn't he wasn't able to. Let me look up when his yeah, injury happened. I don't know at this point details. I just he first hurt his shoulder in September of 2015. Yeah. Uh, missed two games, played in the next four, and then a lacerated kidney ended his season. Uh, so he's. He's been uh, not super healthy for, like, a long time now. Yep. Hmm. He hasn't gone through game action since the 2016 season ended. Um, 
Yeah. Well, I do. I'm I'm with you. I hope he comes back. He's like a nice guy, kind of a goofball, but that's fine. What would what storylines would get you interested in the NFL this year? Like uh, a bunch of kneeling. Bunch I want them to <laughs> kneel like in the face of all the rules and all that, or something. Find some new way to piss off the the greedy owners. I don't know. That would be funny. What if what if uh, President Obama went out there with like a team? Let's say the That'd Eagles cool. had Ob- yeah. had Obama go out there. That'd be tight. Like, go with everything. Like, what are they gonna do if Obama's out there? <laughs> that would be I, sick. I would I would enjoy that for sure. Um, I would enjoy if like Dan Snyder lost ownership of the Redskins. That would yeah. make me happy. Okay, I mean all all of that. Aside, yeah, you know, like, on the field stuff. Uh, you know, if I want the I want the Jags to be good, that would be fun for me. I like the Jags. I I think Aaron Rod. I think it, yeah. Aaron Rodgers do to make a run. I like Aaron Rodgers. I would enjoy watching that. He he's so damn good. I think we need to see this. Honestly, I like the Eagles last season. I would be happy seeing them have success again. Um, I want Chad Kelly to uh, usurp Paxton Lynch. For the Broncos, yep. take over that. Payback from the Liberty Bowl in twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that would be a fun storyline. I mean, honestly, if Chad Kelly was was uh, NFL starter, that would give me something to watch. I would watch those games. The the the, the Rams being kind of the up and coming okay. young. Does that do anything for you? A, t- a little, little bit, not that much. I don't care that much about LA teams. Uh, that would be fine, I guess. Who's uh, I just go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, who's the who were some of the big names in last year's draft? What about Baker Mayfield? Where's he at? He's a Cleveland Brown. Oh yeah, that's rough. That's yeah, that's not really uh gonna be interesting. Uh how about um the Ravens took uh the Louisville guy, right? Oh uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but but Flacco's <laughs> obviously the, got the job there. He didn't or, do wasn't anything. there a talk of like a of like two QB sets like lining Lamar Jackson up at uh, wide receiver and then what are they gonna do? It's, it's gonna be like when the Dolphins ran the Wildcat with Pat White. And yeah, that, that was really successful. I want to see some innovation. That that would be something to watch for. I want to see some innovation. Some trick plays. I don't know. I mean, really, the true answer and what I think a lot of people our age watch the NFL for is like, I'll be really into the season if my fantasy teams are doing really well. You know, like yep. kind of how it goes. And you're, you're circling way back, talking about if college football ratings drop off or whatever. I think it's it's similar to the NFL ratings where it's it's so regionally influenced. When you have a team that's doing well that you cheer for or a team that's unexpectedly performing well, you're going to have higher ratings. Your team's shitty. You're going to have lower ratings in that area. I think that's still going to drive the majority of rating shifts. I don't know if there's going to be some – across the board decline i mean there was one last year for the nfl right whether you want to attribute it to people upset about the kneelers or people upset about the way the kneelers are treated all of that i have no idea but uh i don't know if we're gonna see that at the college level i don't know what would have to happen for there to be a generalized trend of decline but we'll see we'll see i just think people's interest and attention spans in general are just deviating i mean I agree. Let's. I'm going to read these uh, rising fantasy names for some content here. Number one, Andrew Luck. Uh, slated to play a quarter in the first preseason game. Uh, could be a steal for owners who land them later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rex Burkhead, running back for the Patriots. Uh, sure. Jarvis Landry at number three, playing for the Cleveland Browns now. Did you see the Jarvis Landry video where all he said was F-bomb, 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 and everybody? I didn't click on it, but I've, I've been meaning to go back and watch that. Is it, is it worth I watching? I really, frankly, don't understand why everybody's all excited about that. I mean, all he, he yeah. did was basically have the, the vocabulary of a retard. <laughs> okay, all right. But now, the Browns come on. sucked. So. The Browns are terrible. Uh, is, Baker, is Baker the starter? I have no idea. I don't know that either. Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry. Uh, let's see, Marquise Goodwin, wide receiver for the 49ers. Uh, Chris Carson, I remember that guy, running back for the Seahawks. Chris Godwin, I don't know any of these. I think these are like sleeper picks, I guess. Keelan Cole, on Johnson with the Lions. I wonder what the 49ers do this year with Jimmy G all year. That, yeah, that's something to watch for sure. I'll be interested to see that. Uh, they, they've kind of anointed him over there, huh? I think he's going to be like franchise quarterback. 
You think yep. that was a mistake by the Patriots to to let him go? Uh, if he keeps Brady happy for two more years, no. Yeah, you just go draft somebody. Yeah, you just go figure out elsewhere. Or or yeah, trade for somebody else. Are are the Patriots like the Yankees in that they they have a reputation for taking players that are developed elsewhere when they get older? That would seem to make sense. No, the Patriot the Patriots like draft a bunch of no names and trade for all the white guys. They they go they go get more out of other players than other teams do. That's kind of their whole uh-huh. deal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they optimize. Balance check like optimizes role players. Hmm. I wonder whether is that is it like a is like a money ball thing? Are they analyzing the players really well or what? They support them better. That's a good question. Yeah, I'd be interested to figure that one out. Um. Frankly, they're probably. I think they're just coached better than most teams. What are your What are your NFL storylines you want to see? You said Andrew Luck. I mean, what else? You said Jimmy G. As a semi, as a casual Cowboy fan, is how I would mm. put my current Cowboys fandom. That can have a big year. I'd be would be absolutely shocked if they went better than eight and eight. Hmm. I feel like they suck, and Garrett finally gets fired. That's like the best thing that could happen to the Cowboys this year is mm-hmm. Garrett finally gets fired. That's my. He's been around for a while, yeah. Well, he does what Jerry wants, which right. keep, keep the job. So, no Dez, probably a net positive for that team, though. Uh, nobody else has signed Dez, so that tells yeah, kind of tells you the impact he was having. Do you see the tweet where? Uh, some NFL reporter was saying that Cowboys in the locker room were saying that Dez wasn't a good leader and stuff like that. And Dez like quote tweeted it and was like, "I'm gonna need names, Chief." That was pretty funny. That's uh, pretty. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Now I'm just trying to think of funny stuff I've heard. Like uh, I read on Elite Dogs. Did I already say this on the show? But I read on Elite Dogs that uh, at halftime of the Florida at MSU game. They're going to honor Jackie Sherrill as the winningest coach in Ole Miss history. I mean, in state history. That's pretty funny. That's, that's a, pretty good. That's a pretty troll that, move by Cohen. That's, that's fantastic if yeah. they do that. Yeah, Cohen, Cohen's such an asshole. That's that's great. Dan Mullen's going to be in town, and uh, that's that's how they that's when they choose to honor Jackie Sherrill. Pretty funny. That's fantastic. Yeah, I got to commend John Cohen on that one. Uh, let's see what other funny things I've heard. Hmm. I don't know. Speaking of elite dogs, I mean, it's that time of the year. They're fully worked up into a froth over there about how they're dark horse national title contenders and, you know, Fitzgerald's going to win the Heisman and all of this. It's it's pretty fun to watch. I mean, they're already talking about how, uh, like, their their Juco wide receiver is going to be, like, a, you know, All-American, could leave early for the NFL and stuff. It's just every year it's crazy. I know Ole Miss fans do it too, but without fail, every year it's, it's like this is this is our year. This is the year it's going to be totally different. Uh, take all the positives from last year. Those carry over. All the negatives get wiped out. That's uh, that's just how it goes. It's very funny. Um, hmm. I feel like there hasn't been much from anyone's camp, really. I don't know. I haven't heard about any injuries. Uh, I've been. Are you tracking the Cubs at all? Yeah, Changing. a little bit. Watching watching some uh, some scores come across the board every night. I mean, they're they're good. I, I think trading for Hamels is is, is a, a good addition for sure. Um, I think they're kind of banking on him playing better with the Cubs than he had been with the Rangers this season. Yep. There was a lot of uh, stats about how he's better away from Arlington, et cetera, et cetera. That's also what they said about Tyler Chatwood, who has been pretty bad for the Cubs this season, had tons of control issues. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Rangers are in full rebuild mode, right? Yep. They need to blow it up and start over. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Red Sox, the best team in baseball right now, is that right? Red Sox are having, I think, maybe probably the best season in their history. Yeah, that's right. I, I they were one of the quickest ever to a uh, to a win benchmark. I saw the other day. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. Yep, they are, and they're up four nothing right now in the third inning against Toronto. There you go. They so, swept the Yankees this past weekend with Chris Sale on the DL. Oof. Uh, David Price playing better. Is that right? Uh, he's been better. Mm-hmm. They, do you, is he, do you really trust him in a playoff game? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find but, out. Yeah. I would definitely be cool with the Red Sox, uh, in the world series. That would be fun to watch. 
Um, there's one of those teams, you know, that the Red Sox Cubs World Series. Oh man, that would be awesome. I'd be really excited to watch that. Yeah. Two of the two of the three biggest and oldest brands in baseball. Very fun. We might get so Yankees are really, but Yankees win the wild. So they're the wild card, and they win it. And the Red Sox are the best team. I th- I'm pretty sure the Yankees and the Red Sox would play each other in the in the divisional series. That would be fun as well. Be yeah, kinds of fun. They're talking like uh, Cubs, Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox, World Series on the line. That would be really sick. Yep. I think a, a Red Sox Astro ALCS shaping Ooh. up. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like the Astros as well. There's a lot. There's honestly a ton of really likable teams in the MLB right now, which is like it's crazy that the MLB is just so terrible at publicizing their players and their teams. Like they do not have anywhere close to the awareness that you get for NFL teams or NBA teams. Uh, the NBA has done a great job at it. They're by far the leader, and mm-hmm. um, they market their players really well. Was it? Was there? Was is there any equivalent? Going to the pirate game a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, it's. I like watching baseball. It's kind of a way to relax yeah. and mm-hmm. slow down, take a take a break from leisurely. Yep. Uh, I was. Just, is there any equivalent in, in baseball, or really even in football, to the shoe deals that players get in the NBA? I feel like there's not really a a one to one. I don't think so. I mean, there's no bat. I mean, bats and gloves don't do it. Right. Shoes do. Of course not. Yeah. I and mean, for whatever reason, uh, basketball shoes and sneakers are just like a way bigger market. Um, have you ever, do you, do you know about the, uh, like the Chinese shoe company that has some big players in the NBA? Uh, nope. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, it's interesting though. Like some of these, some of these, NBA players that are uh, let's see sneaker deals. Hmm. Look at Dwayne Wade signs lifetime shoe deal with Li Ning, Chinese hmm. apparel company Li Ning. I was even thinking of a different one, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how as basketball becomes even more internationally known, uh, and these bit these these international markets are a lot, a lot bigger, obviously, than the United States, especially China. Um, all the the foreign companies are going to be getting into that kind of market. It's interesting to me. Yep. Um. I don't, obviously we're way off the rails in this episode. Uh. Didn't really come up with it and do it with well, a solid not, plan. There's not really shit going on. Other yeah. Than I was like, just, I was saying a second ago. Really uneventful. Uh. Camp season just around the country. Um. LSU quarterback race kind of interesting. Uh. Alabama people are talking about. Tua versus Jalen. I think we all know that Tua is going to win that competition. I don't know what that's going to do to the locker room. Probably nothing. I assume uh, Saban's going to keep it locked down. Jalen. He's will... better. They'll, yeah. They'll, they'll tell Hertz to get over it. Yeah. Hertz will be a good tighter and back him up and all that. Um, so that's that's boring. Uh, I haven't really heard about anything that's super interesting coming out of camps. But, you know, give it another week, maybe. You get more time to, to practice. Probably be some – Significant injuries in the next week. Sadly, that seems to always be what happens in in football camp in August. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a shitty thing. I guess Oklahoma, Oklahoma with Kyler Murray mm-hmm. is sort. Of, I I don't know. I'll I'll watch football on the weekends just kind of as something to do yeah, and follow. It's football it, like, season, yeah. Like the tied to all the details, like in the past. I think just people are in general moving away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, that's, I, think, I think that's fair. We're at a point where Alabama is committed to winning to an extent that's just unhealthy, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and pretty much everybody knows that, except for Ohio State fans. They they they, they seem to they're willing to. They go. want in. They see what they see the Alabama fans' craziness and say, "Oh, give me some of that." Ooh, yeah, like we're jealous. We got to go be this crazy. Yeah, we we want to be those guys. Yeah, but besides, but besides that group, everybody else is just kind of like, I'll be interested yeah, to see. You enjoy get, football, but is it really worth winning given what Alabama's doing? What yeah. if What if the Aggies go like nine and three, ten and two? That's, oh, fuck, they're gonna that's go. gonna hit a fever pitch. Those people are gonna go crazy. <laughs> Those, is is, is Texas gonna have a good year? Ooh, I want Texas to have a better year than A and M. That would be fun. Yeah. Ooh, I'm in on this. And they, I mean, Texas should should do well, right? This is the second year. Who Can we get finish? Tom Herman versus Jimbo Fisher? You talk about two asses. That 
ooh, we yeah. need this. Okay, yeah. now. There's a rivalry for you. That. This needs to get renewed. They should play each other to open the season. Yeah, that would be sick. Can you imagine if they played each other and Jerry World opened the season? That would be awesome. That would huge ratings. That ticket would be really expensive. They should just do that. Like, quit effing around and go do that. They're too scared, dude. They don't. They don't have the guts like Mississippi State and Ole Miss to play every year. <laughs> uh, or Auburn and Alabama. Is 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 Gus just gonna coach Auburn forever? Just like they, they're like a quietly crazy fan base. Like the only people that really care about Auburn football are Auburn fans, but they they care and they'll tell you about it. Oh my god! I feel like he, after last year when it was like, oh, Gus is on the hot seat, and then he beats Alabama, wins the West, and has a decent like a good season, even though you don't make the playoff. I feel like he's just gonna hang around forever. He's just yeah. He's, he's gonna do enough to always be there. Frankly, he's less miles, except that he lost the title game in the last minute and didn't win. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's what, that's the difference. He wears a sweater vest. He seems smarter. And he prays. He's a, uh, the prayer thing, he's not that into. Well, I mean, if he, if he didn't want him to do it, they wouldn't do it, I'm sure. I think he probably supports it on some level. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Him and Freeze are great friends. Don't forget, don't forget their friendship, John. Yeah, it's fake news. The classic storyline. ESPN is CNN. That's, that, that's I never actually found that sign, but let's just assume that someone either made that sign or had that idea. I mean, I I'm would just have gonna made that say, sign. I, I'm just going to use that take. I think it's fair. ESPN equals CNN. It you're pretty big, much. You're a big fake news guy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's been the the mostly uneventful news of the week. Uh, game, game day coming. Game day they do a good job with. That's always. Yeah. Well, and th- that kind of shows, especially after working all week, you're kind of like, okay, here's a way to unwind. Get up and watch game day. Really yeah, it kind of shows the fun, the fun side of college football, right? The human aspect and the the funny jokes and memes and all, and it's it's lighthearted for sure. They do. They they strike the right chord with that. They really do. Mm-hmm. I give yeah. them credit. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, maybe they'll come back to Oxford sometime in the 2020s. They'll come back for a novelty. Oh yeah, yeah. You think so? You know, they go places for novel, like novelty weeks. Yeah, when they... there's if there's just a really bad week elsewhere. Oh. Yeah. I should come back for South Carolina. I could see Ole Miss South Carolina being like the first game of like the CBS double CBS doubleheader weekend. I don't know if it's that weekend or not. Yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be like an exciting like eleven o'clock CBS game. Yeah. It's two kind of like decent teams the last few years, not counting the five and seven, six and six role missed the past two years, but teams that have that have hit some heights and have like, you know, their own quirky fan bases and and reputations and all. But yeah, sure, why not? Why not? I like South Carolina; they're fine. We, Coach Boom. Coach yeah, we used Boone to like Boom on this show. Trying to win like nine games. And yeah. Why not? I mean, it's it. College football doesn't always have to be about the the best teams, right? Everybody else is playing too. No, well, I come mean, on game day. frankly, the the playing field's so damn uneven mm-hmm. between, like, Alabama. I mean, teams that can legitimately compete with Alabama, not that many. I mean, Georgia, Clemson, Auburn, Clemson. Georgia, Auburn, Clemson. I don't even think Auburn's quite at par. I think they're, like, half a step below, but they're close enough to where yeah, and they're the rival year. in their head. Yeah. But the, I don't even put them there. So... I think Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. But I also think Ohio State can kind of drop back down quickly. I think they lose Urban. You, I wouldn't be surprised if they they fall out of that echelon. I think Ohio. I think Ohio State keeps doing their thing. Personally, we'll see that if they if they if Urban was to leave, which I don't think he's going to, they would be a critical hire for sure. Yeah, but I think they would find somebody. I wonder who they get. They should go take uh, Jimbo from A and M before he even coaches a game. That would be that would be hilarious. <laughs> who would they get? I don't know. Some people say some people say Mullen. No, <laughs> who elite dogs? No, but uh, just because no, I think like Bo Bounds has been saying that uh, because he coached under Urban or whatever. Why? Well, 
Bo Bounds is CNN. <laughs> Bo Bounds I'm, is like headline news. Bo Bounds is like Nancy Nancy Grace or whatever. Come on. <laughs> so much fun. Who who would they get? I need to come up with a name here. I have no idea. Lane Kiffin. Yeah, not taking that job. Lane Kiffin. Lane. Ooh. Or do they try to do they try to do the hardball thing and like get an NFL coach or something? I'm not gonna say no on Lane Kiffin. I doubt they go there, but that's it would just be the fun choice. They probably won't make the fun choice. God, that would be great. Yeah. What about the I, Washington? What about the Washington coach? Peterson. Yeah. Peterson has a kid with a special condition. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of this? I've heard. I've heard this. I think. And that Washington's like a top place to treat it or like support it. Which is why he didn't leave Boise and, for so many years. And I'm not and downplaying. I'm not downplaying that. But that's also what you say when you're a Washington fan, right? I mean, if you're a coach making six million dollars, you can get treatment. I, I think flown Peterson's in. the guy that that matters to, and he's gonna maybe. Plus, he he's never gonna get fired from Washington. Yeah. If he went nine ten, he's gonna run a good enough program and never get fired from Washington. We gotta have we gotta have our friend Neil back on the show to to, to give us his insights again, these husky insights. Uh, if they don't get mad about that crap out there. Well, Neil's gonna be uh Neil's gonna be at their first game, right? I think he's going to watch. Are they the playing Huskies Auburn play. to start the year? Is that Something right? like that. They're playing in Atlanta, I think. Yeah, I think they got Auburn and Atlanta. That'd be a good game. Yeah, that's fun. Gus Gus should win, but he'll screw up and lose that game. It'll be entertaining. Yeah, Auburn the on the same day. It'll miss plays. They, they play at two thirty that day, so we'll be we'll watch that one that day for sure. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Well, yeah. Who who would Ohio, finish the pod with that? Who yeah. would Ohio State hire? That and well, for, well, to, hey, who would Ohio State hire? B. Is there any other program in Alabama's category? Florida State's not there right now. I mean, when Clemson won a couple years ago, we all said that the Dabo had gotten them there. I mean, do you think Ohio State would try to make a run at Dabo? No, I'm saying I'm saying Clemson's there. Okay. I think Georgia's there. I think Georgia and Clemson are. Yeah. And I don't think there's any, I don't think any West Coast team. Like Oregon's not doing anything. I mean, I mean FSU would tag I don't think USC's there. Those are all second tier compared to that that dominant tier. No, I think it's – Those are the three programs. Clemson, Georgia, quite- Alabama, and then maybe Ohio State, maybe Auburn – Sometimes I think Ohio, I think it's Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama. I think it's those four programs and everyone else. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How about how about Penn State with Franklin? Um, they got to go high tier two. Yeah. If they go like beat Alabama in a title game this year, for example, I put them in tier one. Yeah, they would have arrived. But they're tier two. Yeah, as of today, I think that's fair. All right. Well, food for thought. Uh, next coach at Ohio State, Lane Kiffin. If if Matt Luke flames out and Lane Kiffin hadn't gotten a gig anywhere else, I'd go get him. I, I think mean, I think Ole Miss would be lucky to, for him still to be available in three or four years, and probably uh, not have moved on somewhere. Where, so two things to finish with, uh, then we'll cut off this whatever this is. This, <laughs> this, this is a camp update. This has been your camp update. This is this is the update the Ole Miss camp deserves. Yes. Whether and if you don't like it, get just over like it. we are the podcast Ole Miss deserves. And if you don't Pretty like much. it, congratulations. Nobody likes Ole Miss right now. Yep, I think that's a very very true statement. Um. So, damn it, what was my other thought? Oh, where? Two questions. One, where does Kiffin go after Florida Atlantic? Into who takes the Ohio? What happened? Who takes the Ohio State job? Or who do they hire if Urban gets if the law is enforced? They probably promote from within for at least for now, right? They bring up a yeah coordinator. for the year. They they would promote Shiano is what would happen. Uh, no way. I don't. I think Shiano is toxic. I think they bring up one of their other coordinators. No, Shiano is going to coach that team this year. If he... Dude, Shiano super toxic. You don't remember what happened when he almost went to Tennessee. Yeah, but Ohio State's fan base is super tough. That would be insane if they fired Urban for one scandal and replaced him with someone with an arguably bigger scandal in their past. It's just that's nuts. <laughs> that's that would be that's the Ohio State way. Good. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Who, I, I, there's no obvious. No, there's not. Guy. Um, Lane just doesn't fit there. Um, well, I said that they try to make a run at Dabo. I don't know if Clemson would let him leave. I think if Dabo goes anywhere, it's Alabama. I think, yeah, I think 
I personally think Dabo retires at Clemson. Kirby's not going anywhere from Georgia right but now. But if, if Dabo went anywhere, it would be Alabama. But I, I think that's very unlikely personally. Well, who do you, if Saban retires, is it is it one of either smarter Dabo or you think it's the third person? I think I think it's a third person. Hmm, I could interesting. see Dabo, that's interesting. I could see Dabo going to Alabama after the next guy. Okay, like, let's say he doesn't Saban want to be the fault. Yeah. this year or next year, mm-hmm. and somebody else takes that job and flames out, and they kind of need a bounce back. Then I think Dabo, because then Dabo can kind of say, mm-hmm. "I need this, this, and that. You got to do this, yeah, this, and to this. get back on track." Yeah, and it would carry more weight than. Um, Today, I, with, I think with, anybody they hire there that isn't Dabo or maybe Kirby, the fans are going to be pissed. I think they're going to. I think they're going to dip to like eight and four, nine and three for Ooh, a couple that's of years. Gonna be, that that would be funny to watch. I think. I think the next guy that gets hired goes like eight and four his second year. The fans are going to lose it. That's uh, Mullen. Yeah. Mullen at Bama. Let's get it. Let's make it happen. That'll be the best season we'll have to watch as fans for like ten years. Is, if, if Alabama tries to replace Bama Saban, going yeah. like mm-hmm. eight and four under a new coach mm-hmm. not named Saban and just employing sure. yeah. personal I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, all so right. go ahead. Kiffin goes to like some some school. Finally says after ooh, Kiffin, ooh, 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 ooh. Kiffin, Texas Tech after Kingsbury. Yeah. Or does he wait for a better job? I mean, it's a better job than Florida Atlantic, but yeah. Yeah, but they let him do whatever he wants down there. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ohio State hires Justin Puente. That's who they go get. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that seems like a, a pretty safe, uh, decent pick on their part. Yep. I like that. And then Kiffin to oh, Virginia Tech. should go get, if Cliff doesn't work out, is that go get Norvell. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, Texas Tech. Yeah, that that would make a lot of sense to you. I mean, I think Norville at Arkansas would be good. He didn't pass his background check. He's not. Yeah, but give him give him another shitty coach and maybe the background check. And Norville keeps doing well. Maybe the background check becomes less important. Arkansas has to pretend to have ethics. Uh, Texas Tech can go hire somebody with a thing or two in his past. I I think Norville at Tech makes sense for sure. That can make sense. So Flint. Ohio State. Yep. Where does Kiffin go? It's better than Tech, but it's not Ohio State. Does Kiffin go back to the West Coast? You go coach at Oregon or something? Maybe. That doesn't feel quite right either. Well, the freaking the Oregon coach is Mario Cristobal, so. Yeah, that that is pretty po- that is a possibility. I mean, the, his his offensive philosophy would seem to fit. Yeah, I'm just trying to. There's got to be a spot for Lane out there. Hmm. Paul Christ in Wisconsin. That's going to stick around. Uh, Scott Frost is at Nebraska for a while. Kirk Ferentz is gonna like never stop coaching. Uh, what about the Michigan D'Antonio? Michigan you know, if D'Antonio had a crappy stretch and they want to do something different, I could see that. Mm-hmm. That can, that kind of feels right from a level standpoint. If he went in the SEC again, where would he go? Auburn. Um... Could he get the Auburn job? I think it's conceivable in five years from now. I think that is conceivable. Um, I mean, what what if what if Mullen is just complete shit for three years? You know, Kiffin establishes himself as a Florida guy. Yep, that's a very good point. Because Florida's going to want—I don't know—that could be something. We'll think about it before we can come back. I will nail down. It will come to me in a th- stroke of genius. Where is Lane Kiffin going Lane next? Kiffin, Lane Kiffin goes to Missouri and just lights the world on fire. You know what? That actually sounds about right. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be really funny. Oh, well. Yep. Yeah. Food for thought. Uh, all right, guys. So, yeah, that's your uh, camp recap. Uh, lots of camp information this episode, clearly. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're excited for football season to get here so we can stop speculating and actually have some games to talk about. Uh, but, hey, this is the longest part of the year for a football fan. Uh, NFL preseason is back. Very exciting times. Um, yeah, all of that going on. End of this month, football comes back. And uh, hopefully we'll have a little more energy on the show here. But uh, still, thanks for listening. Um, had some fun bringing you the show stuff we do every week. Uh, trying to think if we got anything we need to plug here. I don't really think so this week. Um, check out our our partner site, armchairallamericans.com. Uh, Armchair Old Miss on Twitter is somebody you can follow. Our episodes are up on their website now. If you go armchairallamericans.com of the top podcast SEC, you'll see a little uh, show you might recognize, Old Miss Landstrikes After Dark up there. So that's kind of cool. Um, and yeah, we'll, we're going to keep growing that as the season goes on and probably see more content having to do with them and maybe get some guests on the show and all that kind of stuff uh, from that site. But yeah, um, that's pretty much it going on, guys. Uh, follow us on Twitter at StrikesAFTRDark. Uh, if you want to email us, LandStrikesAfterDark at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and like John talked about, if you want to if you want to come down for the first football weekend, Beau Rivage and Biloxi play some uh, play some crazy parlays, rub shoulders with some of your your podcasting idols, all of that. Uh, yeah, this is your opportunity. That's it, guys, for now. Uh, that's the show. Thank you, John. I'm Justin, and uh, we'll be back to talk to you guys with more great camp information next week. All right, later.